Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, or you love Ernest. Same guy, different name, back again with another episode. Well, the final episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast for the 2019 year. <laughs> um... You know, I'm I I I'm excited to give y'all all the episodes or most of the episodes or you know the majority of the episodes. Of course, this one I'm super excited for um, because I'm going to be talking about myself. But <laughs> um, you know, it's just the the end of the New Year's. It's uh, well the end of the year. <clears throat> um, that end of the year feel that feel of just reflection and thinking back on the good, the bad, and looking forward to the next year in a more positive light. Uh, Before I get into the topics of discussions of this episode, I have a couple of announcements or just two. One, um, I know you all, if you are familiar with my podcast, you do hear notifications going off on my phone a couple times. Uh, where I forget to turn down the volume. Um, well, this time it's going to be left on purposely because, well, you know, I, I've got some business transactions to make, uh, a possible business transaction to make, and I'm going to need my phone notifications on for me to hear it. And if at any point where I'm recording this episode, I'm going to obviously pause it. I'm not going to leave it running while I'm doing my business and then come back and stuff. I'm going to pause it and then return. So just a heads up, if there is a slight pause, an awkward pause or whatever at the moment um, or several moments um, during this episode, just know I'm taking care of business. Hey, I got to make my money. Y'all, y'all, y'all not donating to me. <laughs> y'all not listening to the episode, so uh, gotta make my money somehow, motherfuckers. Anyways, that's n- number one. Number two, I just wanted to, you know, I do want to make this a positive episode. Do not get me wrong, but so let's get this negative stuff out the way. I have two rest in peace uh, tributes. And one that is not really a tribute because I don't give a damn about this person. But I'm not going to talk so much shit about that person. But uh, first I want to say rest in peace to Julie Berman. Julie Berman is the trans activist who was murdered in Toronto. Uh, Julie Berman spent her... uh, I'm not going to add like I'm familiar with who she is uh, uh, prior to hearing about this news. When I did a little bit of that little bit of research I did on her, she is, like I said, an activist out in uh, Toronto who was basically spreading the word on uh, anti-trans violence, basically. Uh, And as somebody who is a supporter of the trans community, lover of the trans community, um, and also a, you know, an advocate for the community 
and someone who is against the violence against the trans community. Uh, this is a terrible loss. Um, <clears throat> and I just want to say rest in peace to her. Uh, hopefully her close uh, friends, family, loved ones, um, especially throughout, you know, this holiday season, even though the holiday season is, is wrapping up. Um, it, it still sucks to lose a, a loved one whenever, holiday season or not. Um, but, um, you know, I just want to send my kind words to her and her family and to all the other activists out there, uh, trans activists out there. Um, whether you are of the trans community or not, do not let these people discourage you uh, from spreading the truth, from uh, spreading the word. Um, continue the good fight and you will always have an ally in me and I'm going to continue the fight for the trans community as well. All right. So rest in peace once again to Julie Berman. Next rest in peace goes to Destiny Harrison. Destiny Harrison is... A uh, 21-year-old black woman who owned her own, uh, I believe she owned her own business. Yeah, I'm not sure what type of business this is. I don't want to make an, uh, uh, any type of uh, assumption. Um, I do know she was a business owner in her neighborhood, and she got gunned down in her own business. Not sure what the word is on why, what the fuck is going on. I don't know if it was an attempted robbery of some sort. I don't know if, you know, she had beef with people. I don't know. But, you know, me being a supporter of not only black women, but black owned businesses. This is another situation that hit me and it hurt. Um, so rest in peace to Destiny Harrison her close loved ones, her family members. Once again, this this is totally, and I'm not saying the holidays are the worst days to lose family members. Any day can be. Um, but again, another death that happened, another murder, to be real, y'all. Because these aren't just people dropping, dropping dead in their sleep. And I don't mean to sound insensitive, but this is not, these two women were not just, uh, you know, dead in their sleep these women were murdered both julie and destiny um but like i said i don't want to be super negative in this episode um so i'm going to get the negative stuff out the way uh last dead person on well before i move on to the this guy <laughs> um rest in peace once again to destiny harrison um, I apologize if these little tributes or whatever to, I mean, at least Destiny and Julie aren't, you know, the well thought out ones that I typically do. It is not that I do not care. It's once again, I didn't want to go throughout. I didn't want to not mention their name, especially in this recording, while their uh, names are being out there because you know how 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 quick people are to forget. If I were to wait next week um, or a week afterward to mention these two women's names, sadly, I don't think people will hold any interest. And I'm not saying people are going to hold any interest now because, like I said, ain't nobody listening to the shit. But um, it, it, I feel as though I just wanted to do it this episode rather than next episode or this, that, and the third. That does not mean I'm going to forget 
these women, that does not mean no. I'm still going to continue to fight for trans women, such as Julie Berman. I'm still going to fight for black women, such as Destiny Harrison, and black uh, business owners in general. Uh, so, rest in peace to those two beautiful women once again. Uh, prayers and condolences to families and friends. Now, this person, I'm not going to say shit about other than Don Imus is dead. And for those who don't know who Don Imus is, he's the radio personality who <clears throat> called black women um, a bunch of nappy-headed hoes. So, I'm going to leave it at that. That's how I am going to remember Don Imus. Um, you can choose however you want to choose to do, remember Don Imus. That's how I remember him as. And as somebody who uh, disagrees with those statements and is found those statements offensive, even though I am not a black woman, that's how I'm going to leave it as at that. Now, on to the actual first topic at hand here. Um, like I kept saying, I don't want to keep this uh, episode too negative because it's, it's going to be focused more so on a positive or mainly on a positive. But it would not be me if I weren't <laughs> a little pessimistic and I, and, 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 and I dwelled on the bad. Now, that's obviously something that I have been working on, that I continue to work on, not to dwell on the bad, this, that, and the third, the what ifs. But this first topic I wanted to talk about, the what if of 2019, or what I wish I would have done differently this year. Um, and this situation, not, not one, it's only one. Previous years, it would have been a number of things. I'm glad it's only one thing this year, but I feel like this thing is, or has been, an occurring theme of mine for, man, I wish I would have done X, this thing differently. Um, and that thing that I'm talking about is that thing. No, the thing that I'm talking about is me not overreacting as much emotionally to Whatever situation, certain situations, right? I did it this year. I kicked myself for doing it this year. I did it last year. I kicked myself for doing it last year. I did it in previous years. I kicked myself for doing it those previous years, right? Probably not at the moment. Probably sometime years later when I thought back, uh, when I thought back at those moments and then I kicked myself for those uh, moments, but the simple fact of the matter is this has been a recurring theme of mine or recurring regret of some sort of mine um, that I do. It's it's one of my many flaws. Um, I know that. I can admit that. Um, it's something that I am working on. And that's pretty much the one thing that I wish that I did not do <clears throat> uh, this year, did not do this much, or I Wish I would have checked myself before I overreacted to some wild shit, right? Um, you know, just to name off a few instances. Do I want to name off a few instances? No, now that I'm thinking about it. 
Hey, y'all know this is unscripted. You know, I'm just going off the cuff. I just have the only thing that's scripted is the topics, but not actually what I'm going to say. Whatever comes to mind, comes to mind. Um, <clears throat> but um, sure, I'll name off a few and then we'll get into the positive stuff, right? Um, so earlier on, I had to, for this past fall semester, um, I had to drop classes because the waivers that I put in for the classes, uh, the tuition waivers that I put in did not go through. They did not go through because of some tax issues or some sort. I overreacted, dropped those classes, and then I just spent, I, I, I spent a lot of time this year actually cursing this year how this year was not and I'm not going to front like this year was the best year because this year was not the best year. But, uh, you know, there was a lot of ways where I could have made this year not as bad as it was. Well, I'm going to say quite a few ways I could have made this year not as bad as it as it was. Um I'm not going to say this year was, well, I do want to say this year was a terrible year, but I definitely don't want to say that nothing good happened this year because you're going to hear after this topic, of course, that there's been a, a lot of good things that happened, or at least to me, a lot of good things that happened this year uh, for me that helped me not only further my career, but just helped me as an individual uh, in general. So you're going to hear about those things, like I stated, probably in like the next few minutes or so. Um, so I don't want to totally write this year off, but I'm not going to front and lie and, and act like this has been the best year of my life. Because to be honest with y'all, it hasn't. I don't think it's been one of the worst, but it definitely not it's definitely not you know anywhere on the super positive side when it comes to uh if i had to think back of of all the years i've spent you know living all the 28 years right some of those years i don't even remember <laughs> so i if i had to even put in uh you know the top 28 years of my life i don't think i could because like i said some of those years i don't remember that's just how it is. I can, my fondest memories or the, as far as my memories go back is from five years old. So from five on, I can give y'all a good recollection of how my years went, but anywhere between, you know, one, two, three or four years old, I have no memory at all. Sorry. Um, but we're not here to talk about you know, my childhood, my teen years or whatever, that's probably for future episodes, maybe so. But uh, yeah, that school situation was one situation to where I overreacted. I end up dropping those classes. Um, and everybody knows or people who do know, I've been struggling to finish school. Uh, you know, and this is something I'm going back. I, I, I'm already signed up for classes. So yay for that. Um, and I start back the 6th of uh, January. Whatever you listen to this, this is uh, the last Saturday of December that I am recording this episode. Obviously, you're hearing this on Monday, New Year's Eve. 
because all the all the episodes uh upload on monday um and don't worry that wasn't the business notification i, I the business notification has a specific ring to it um but um yeah so you're gonna hear this first fresh live i guess on monday but all I'm saying is, is yeah, I'm, I I did do something about that school situation, right? It wasn't like it was like, oh man, I, I have to drop out again or I have to drop classes again because life shit keeps getting in the way. And that was the big reason. Well, my laziness as well, um, but life shit and me being lazy as fuck were the big reasons as to why I kept, I, it took me so long to, it's taking me so long to, uh, get this goddamn degree but i'm back and i don't plan on stopping anytime soon i want to hit the ground running um or at least hit the ground <clears throat> power walking <laughs> and then go into this run uh you know work my way into a run or whatever um but that was just one of the situations that i was just you know I overreacted and and I overreacted because, you know, I spoke to the people who are in charge of the waivers, this, that, and the third. And they were basically like, yeah, you could have, you know, we would have put the waiver through anyways, had you fits. All you had to do was get the tax information fixed. And no matter how late into the next semester or the, the fall semester, basically, you were in, we would have waived those uh, classes off. And I was taking think three classes at the time yeah i think i was taking about three classes and i was not trying to pay out all those all that money for those wondering how i pay for college that's how i pay through well i pay for tuition i still got to pay out of pocket uh out of pocket for my books and everything else uh, but i put in tuition waivers uh because I got connections like that. But nah, you know what I'm saying? I just put in tuition waivers and I qualify for them. So I have to put them in every semester, which kind of makes no sense because it, to me, you know, if they know that I am one of the students that is uh, eligible for these tuition uh, to for basically free classes, um then I don't understand why I have to put in a waiver every single semester instead of them just saying, hey, this person is eligible. These these are the list of students that are eligible for said uh, waiver. So every semester when they sign up for a class, let's not charge them for said class. Okay. Now, I don't know what other criterias these people have. Um or whatever other waivers I'm saying, but I'd still have to pay for books, like I stated. I still have to pay for everything else other than the classes, which to me, I have zero problems with. If you were to tell me, if you were to give me the choice, you have you either get free books for these classes, but you got to pay for the class, or you got to get free classes, but you got to pay for the books. I'm choosing to pay for the books. That's just my choice. Uh, but that was a situation to where... I ramble on a lot, I know. But that was a situation to where I overreacted. And, you know, that is something that I want to continuously work on throughout all the years. Not just, well, 
we only got a couple days in 2019, so I can still work on it <laughs> the last few days of 2019. But in 2020, 21, going forward, the, my emotional, uh, my emotions basically is what I want to keep in check. Now, there are times where I feel as though um, it is warranted because people don't necessarily take me seriously when I ask nicely or when I uh, do not overreact, right? Or, you know, sadly, that's just how humans are. A lot of people do not take people seriously until they're afraid, until they see something um that makes them afraid of said person. And then it's, oh shit, let me take this person seriously because I'm afraid they're going to cut my throat. And it shouldn't be like that. But, you know, there are humans like that. I'm not saying that's all because there's been plenty of individuals where all I had to do was ask them to not do something or say something calmly. And they've never done it. And they understood how it was disrespectful to me, this, that, and the third. Others, on the other hand, I pretty much had to verbally strangle and said, if y'all niggas don't stop doing this shit, I'm going to kill you. I, I don't mean seriously, but I had to basically let them know I ain't the one to fuck with. And then that's when he decided, all right, let me stop fucking with him. Now, some people will stop after some time and continue on doing it because they think, oh, they're in the clear of some sort. But then they find out that's not the case with me. You could probably pull that with anybody else, but that's not the case with me. But anyways, I don't want to continue on rambling. We're going to get into the positives. I'm going to hit y'all with an ad, of course, because I got to get paid somehow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hit y'all with an ad, and then we're going to get on to the final topic. Basically, what I am grateful for this year, 2019. Stay tuned. All right, we back. And like I stated before... Uh, this topic here is going to be about what I'm grateful for, for this year. Uh, the things that I, you know, am very fond of, very happy that went down this year. Um, so let, let's not just, you know, since we were on the topic of education or just me furthering my education, um, I will say that I'm grateful for the fact that not only do I have tuition free, uh, but I'm able to further my education and I did further it. Um, you know, I still have ways to go. Um, but you know, I, 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 you know, the great Nipsey Hussle said marathon, you know what I'm saying? Um, rest in peace to him. Um, but <clears throat> I'm, 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 I'm slowly understanding that, um, you know, it's not a race, it's a marathon. Um, you know, so I'm just grateful for the for for being able to uh have that opportunity being able to just just continue and I know college is not for everybody. I'm not going to sit here and sit on my soapbox and praise college like a motherfucker because in actuality, I got a lot more bad shit to say about college and university and or just higher education in quotation marks in general, then I do good. But the, I do have some good things to say about it. And I'm not going to discuss that in this episode. Relax. But that's just one of the things I am and grateful for uh, to be able to do is to continue on my education, continue on 
doing, uh, you know, helping further my career. And speaking of furthering my career, um, this year, uh, as of January this year, I believe it was around January 2nd. I know it was the beginning of the January <laughs> this year. Uh, I started writing for, I was an intern for Piff Magazine. Okay. Uh, I'm a writer for those who don't know, uh, didn't, you know, have any idea, whatever, but I am a writer. Um, but I started writing for Piff Magazine and now I am starting this year. Uh, well, it, it was announced, uh, couple months ago during the meetings and stuff, but I am now a, a, a member, actual like working member of Piff Magazine. Uh, meaning that not only will I get paid for it, but obviously I'm not an intern anymore. I'm actually a working member of Piff Magazine. Um, definitely we're, we're doing things in the industry for sure. Um, so look out but nah for real like this is just I'm grateful for this opportunity um just someone who I I, I enjoy being myself all the time I don't know how not to be myself y'all know this when y'all listen to these episodes um so <clears throat> there were times in my life where I've I've always felt as though uh I couldn't be myself and doing whatever, whether it be working jobs that I hated or not jobs that I hated, but jobs that I didn't want, whether it be at school, whether it be at home, whether it be outside of the home. Uh, and I turned to writing. One of the main reasons why I turned to writing, why I love it so much is because of the self-expression I could do, the self-expression aspect of it, uh, the freedom of it. And... I'm not saying that I've never got judged for my writing or writings or whatever. Uh, but there were times where I was praised. It was one of the first avenues where if not one of the first, the first avenue where I was actually praised for being myself. Um, and that felt good. You know, being praised for being yourself feels good. People not judging you harshly. For being yourself feels good. How does this relate to Piff Magazine? Well, you know, CEO uh, and everybody else. Uh, there are a bunch of other people there. Uh, have made it clear that they they love my writing. They love how I express myself. Uh, I'll try to make the thumbnail uh, for this episode. Uh, just my, I guess, my official <laughs> placement or whatever. My official announcement of some sort. Uh, when I was officially announced as their writer, uh, part of the Piff Magazine team. Um, but that right there, when it comes to furthering my career, uh, is something that I definitely enjoy. Uh, you know, even, even if I had to wait another year to actually be an intern of some sort, uh, sure. Would I feel some way about it? Like, damn, I should you know, I should be getting paid for my writing and, you know, yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I love it. I, I love it. I don't know how else to express it, but I love it. I love writing for Piff Magazine. I love writing in general. Uh, but I, I'm just grateful for this opportunity. Uh, you know, Xavier, if you're listening, he's the CEO, 
Thank you once again. I've always, every time I get the chance to thank him for the opportunity for giving me a chance. I'm just another opinionated dude. I say some wild shit at times. Uh, but, you know, my heart is in the right place when I say these things. My mind is just in the place of expressing myself. Um, and to see that him, uh, you know, others and and uh, the uh, on on the PIF team, um, you know, uh, re royal, um, just just all y'all out there. Just if you if you are listening to us. Uh, cause I don't know if they listen to the podcast like that. I know they know I do the podcast. Um, a bunch of people actually know I do the podcast, whether they listen to it or not. It is what it is. Um, you know, of course I want everybody to listen, but you know, I can't, I'm not going to force people to listen to podcasts. Aren't everybody's thing. And I understand that. Um, some people like only like to listen to podcasts about certain topics. Um, I understand that as well. Uh, but not to get sideswiped, once again, re- being able to write for Piff Magazine, uh, that was a, one of the biggest highlights. These aren't in order, by the way. These are just that what came to mind, all right? Uh, they're somewhat in order, but not really in order. But this is one of the biggest uh, accomplishments, I would say, happened this year for me, um, 2019. After that, in relation to writing, I did start my own website uh, called ES for the Art, okay? And I will try to leave it in in the description box below. Uh, basically, where I created this site because I wanted to give a free avenue. Yes, free avenue. Yes, let me say it one more time for y'all. Free avenue for writers, creative writers especially, specifically, I should say, Um but especially black creative writers. Now you do not have to be black. Let me let, let me make it clear. You do not have to be black or a person of color in general in order for you to submit anything for the website. All right? It's a free avenue for all creative writers. I just wanted to preference it being black, me being a black person, me being pro-black, me being all about giving black folks the avenue that they deserve because we deserve it. That's number one. Number two, our research, our resources were stolen from us and destroyed. Hence, Black Wall Street, um, you know, Tulsa, Oklahoma um, and other black thriving you know, institutions and neighborhoods and businesses and business owners such as Destiny Harrison. Um, rest in peace once again to the queen. Um, but just we need those resources. And I decided <clears throat> instead of me being somebody who is always on Twitter talking about, yeah, we need those resources, always on Instagram talking about, yeah, we need those resources. Um, let me create these resources, right? And then once again, it is not just for black writers. I just want to let black writers know, creative writers know that you definitely have a friend in me, have a fan in me, um, creative writers in general. Um, if you want to know how you can submit something to the website, once again, check out the website. It will be in the description box below. 
If you want to submit something or know, you know, because somebody's going to be like, what's the catch? What's the catch? Well, the catch is, since everybody, I understand people fucking suck. So it's hard to believe that people actually do things out of the kindness of their heart. But the catch is this. Yes, it is free, but you have to at least tell one other creative writer that you know, or at least share the website to people you know who are going to be interested in the site. Or maybe you don't, they don't, you don't have to know 100%. That's the only catch. You have to share the site out to people. You have to let somebody know. If I am going to post you for free, you have to let somebody know, hey, this is what, you know, you can do it in a tweet. You can do it. In, and that wasn't the business notification. But you can do it in the tweet. You can do it. Uh, you can do it in a tweet, I should say. Or on Instagram or wherever avenue you feel comfortable. You can text it to people. You can tell people face to face. I'm not going to check in with you to see if you actually told somebody. That's the thing. So you're benefiting from this website more than me when you think about it. I created this website, and I'm not saying because you benefit, you being the creator, benefit from it more than me, because you have your 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 post up there, or a sample of your writing, or just one, one piece of yours posted on the site for free, and all you got to do is tell somebody that you, or, or lie to me and tell, tell me that you told somebody... Or all you got to do is really actually for free because you don't have to pay to talk, right? Um, all you have to do is tell somebody, hey, this is a site, this, that, and the third. Others have done it. That's how I've gotten submissions for the site because people have done it. Yeah, it was word of mouth for me as well, but word of mouth is a big thing. And that's why I'm doing it for free. Uh, I'm getting it out there to let people know, hey, this is something somewhere... You could have your piece shown for free. I I describe it as an art gallery for writers, right? Yeah, everyone, you we've been to an art gallery, right? You've been to our art gallery, right? You go in, you look at all the art, uh, you know the different art. You see the artist's name under their piece. You, uh, I I don't. I don't think you, the difference between mine, obviously, my and the uh, and the actual art gallery is one. This is writing. This isn't you know actual drawings and paintings of such or bananas being taped to a white canvas, a white canvas uh, with duct tape. It ain't that. Uh, or scribbled lines called art. It ain't that. Um, and you, not only is you'll see the artist's name or the writer's name, but you'll see their contact information, contact information. They were comfortable with sharing to the public as usual. It's a public website. You don't need to sign up for anything for it. It's literally just a click of, uh, but you go click the click of a link, I should say. You click the link, you see what's what you see the beautiful website. I designed it myself. I created it myself. I came up with the concept myself. So please, I hate to go on a tangent, but this is kind of an important tangent here. Once again, ES for the R, I will leave it in the description box below. Creative writers of all skin tones, beautiful skin tones, all beautiful genders, non-genders, sexualities, whatever. 
as long as you are a cre creative writer, writer, or writer, whatever you consider yourself, hit me up and, and email me if you're interested in how the site works. Once again, once again, the only quote unquote catch is you have to tell somebody once I post your, uh, you have to tell somebody about the site. That's it. You don't have to pay anything. If you feel as though you should, you want to pay or you want to do this, that, and the third, then my cash app will also be in the description box below. I'm bit, I'm, I've, I've been real good with leaving <clears throat> things in the description box below anyway. So that's that on that. Shout out to Drake's daddy. Let me take a sip of water. Then we get into the next, um, well, I got the list right here. Um, so, like I said, ES for the art. Shouted that out. But I'm also grateful for speaking, speaking on the writing tip. Still on the topic of writing. Um, just the connections I've made this year when it, when it comes to writing. Like I've mentioned before, Piff Magazine. That's one of the connections that I'm glad I made. Other writers as well. I've I, I've I've gotten in touch with a bunch of amazing writers that I feel deserve to shine, which is why I created the site. That's number one. Number two, these people are not only just amazing writers, but amazing people. Uh, just dope individuals, people who are also who also have a love for doing podcasts as well. Um, so if I had to, you know, I've, I'm a shout out one just for the hell of it. Uh, Liz Flo, she does the Creatively Exposed podcast. <clears throat> if you're listening to this podcast on Anchor, I don't know what other avenues she, her podcast is also posted on, but it's also on the Anchor app as well, just as much as this is, um, once again, go over there. She's also a writer as well. And she also does her own podcast. Liz Flo, Creatively Exposed. You go there. If you want to know a big description of who she is or how to find her. Uh, you know, she has the, if I'm going based off top. Uh, her logo is the black woman with the super... Uh, the Superwoman shirt on, um, and it says creatively exposed in Liz Flow. So, I mean, just look for Liz Flow, look for creatively exposed, look for a Superwoman, black woman, Superwoman logo. Have at it, you know, go over there, subscribe. Uh, she does, uh, I listen to her weekly just as much as I listen to myself and other podcasts that I li listen to on a weekly basis. Um, you know, love what she's doing. Uh, and she's just another writer who does podcasts as well. But even the writers who don't do podcasts um, that I've connected with this year, they're great. You know, some of them have expressed to me the podcasts aren't their thing. That's that's totally fine. They writing is their thing. No, that's something we connect on. Um, so that's totally fine. That's great. Um, so with all that being said, uh, that was based on my writing connections this year. That's another thing that I am grateful for. If we're sticking on to top the topic of creativity, right? 
you know, I'm also, I just consider myself a creative in general, not just on a writer aspect, not just on the podcaster aspect, a creative. This year, I really stepped my cooking game up. <laughs> you know, uh, now I'm still learning. It's still something that I'm learning to do to, to perfect to the way that I want, I feel as though, uh, is, 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 you know, good, you know, I, and my cooking is good, but there's a lot of things that I want to perfect before I start cooking for other people. Now there are certain dishes that I, I feel as though I perfected that I don't mind cooking for other people, specifically women of interest. Um, but you know, um, the uh, cooking, cooking, <laughs> you know, I'm grateful for me being able to uh, experiment and learn and continuously learn how to perfect my craft and stuff. Cooking is an interest of mine. I'm not going to say it's a career interest of mine. Uh, it's just one of those things I like to do for fun. I like to it, because of the creative aspect, uh, you know, I'm a person who like I stated, is a creative person, but I like to create things, not just on an aspect of, I like to work with my hands and I like to work with my mind. I don't know how to describe my creativity because my creativity go as far as me writing, go as, you know, can expand from me writing to literally me making something via scratch. Me playing a video game just so I could create characters or create cars on a racing video game such as Need for Speed and I give a damn about the racing aspect but I like to you know customize the cars a certain way you know um to doing shit like that you know so I just am a person that likes to create things you know I I I don't know it's the god in me I guess but you know I love plant I love gardening or just planting in general because it's creating something you know um but, you know, we can get on that aspect probably in a future episode, but I'm grateful for that. Once again, sticking on the topic of creativity, making my beats. Uh, I'm still interested. I, I'm just glad that this wasn't a fly-by-night type of thing where, you know, there have been many of interests of mine where I've stuck to it for some time and then I just stopped doing it, such as YouTube. Uh, but I have great reason for why I stopped doing YouTube. And I don't see myself ever going back to it. Uh, not unless I have not going back to a solo. Now, if there are people who I am going to collab with, like an actual squad team, I, I will have no qualms going back to doing YouTube videos. But solo, nah. Uh, but as far as creativity and on solo creativity... Cooking is one of them. Writing is another one. And making beats is another one. Um, I'm just someone who, once again, I have a ear for things. Um, and I understand that my taste in not only music, but just sounds in general, isn't something that everybody may agree with. Um, when I make my beats, I go based off of what I like and not necessarily what I believe is to be the popular sound or what other people like. But when I see people actually taking a liking to my beats, yeah, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good because uh, 
it's like, wow, other people like something that I created. And I only created this thing because it's something that I liked. Um, you know, just that feeling of creating it. And even if somebody, if because when I first started doing the beats, uh, which was a couple years ago, I wasn't really getting as much of a reception as I've been getting um, over the years and specifically this year as well. This year would have to be my biggest year of uh, praise I've been getting for the beats I've made. Uh, I don't know if people are just under finding out who I am. I think I know for a fact I've gotten better at making the beats. That's probably why. Uh, but um, yeah, even before th this year, though, I was still finding gratitude and loving uh just creating those beats. Now, do I go back and listen to some of the old beats? It was like, man, this shit was garbs. As in garbage? Yeah. <laughs> or garbage? Yeah, it was some fancy garbage at the time. But, uh, you know, compared to this new shit I'm making, of course I'm going to feel that way. When I first did it, I thought it was good or at least decent enough to put it out there, right? So, um, other than that, though... I, I'm glad I, I, I'm sticking to it. It's something that I don't feel like I'm going to give up anytime soon. And yeah, I know people are going to question, do you make money from your beats? Absolutely not. I'm the type of person where if somebody wanted to purchase a beat off of me, I am willing to sell it. But I am I don't see myself going into a studio and actually working with a musician and working on a beat while they're working on a song simply because... I hate people, um, especially musicians. As much as I love music and I love the talent that musicians have, musicians could be very egotistical um, and asshole. Very egotistical and, and very much assholes. Um, and not saying that's all musicians, but... Especially the ones who are who feel as though they've been slept on, right? For so long, right? They tend to have this rust mentality about them where it's I'm the greatest thing no one has ever heard about. You should be honored to be in this fucking studio with me, right? So if I say do it this way, you better do it. Even though I have no idea of what how to make a beat. I have no idea of, you know, what producing is, this, that, and the third. I'm just the person who knows how to sing or rap or whatever, right? But you should be glad because, you know, the people are going to pay attention to this song because of me, not because of you. When you contacted me because you wanted a beat. So I'm the type of person where it's like, if you hear a beat of mine and you like it, send me a price, it's yours. Other than that, I'm not hopping in the studio with nobody. It could be now if Prince is no longer living, but if Prince was like, I want you to come to the studio and make this beat with me. Hell fucking yeah. I'm going to the studio with Prince and I'm making that beat with him. But I can't think of any other artists. And as much as I love other artists close to the magnitude that I love Prince, such as a Janelle Monet. Maybe a Solange Knowles, a Blood Orange, um, maybe Common, 
there are plenty of other artists who are still living this day uh, that I love, that I absolutely love. I still do not feel comfortable. Now, if they want me to sit in the studio and listen to beats that were already pre-made and then decide for some reason uh, which beat is good, then maybe I'll do that. But as far as sitting in the studio and actually making a beat with an artist, I'm going to feel like it's long and tedious because, yes, I'm a perfectionist and that artist may be a perfectionist as well. But I don't think we have everybody who is a perfectionist to some sort has a different level of what perfect is to them, have a different standard of what perfect is to them. My standard may not be the same as Carmen's or Janelle Monae's standard. I and vice versa. I could listen to a beat and was like, yo, this is fire. This is great. Janelle, I think you should do this. She could go on about how she thinks there should be more to it. And I'm like, uh, nah, this is what I forgot. This is what I got, baby girl. This is what you're going to get. So uh, you either take it like this or you find somebody else. And I don't want to tell Janelle Monet that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this is somebody I love. <laughs> so, But I don't want to have to snap on Janelle and be like, this is what you're going to get. And, but if it has to come to that, it will have to come to that. But what will avoid, uh, what will prevent all that from happening is me sitting in the studio with said artists and having to do that. Now, if they just love everything that I do and everything that I do for some reason is just golden to them. Okay, sure. Uh, yes, I'm going to feel a way if I end up uh, creating the beat. Getting sold that beat, right? Uh, or selling that beat, I should say. Um, and then I listen to the song and then the artist switches up a few things and gets another producer to switch up a few things. And then that p producer takes credit for the entire beat. Nah, nah, that's not going to happen. So, uh, yes, I'm definitely, and that wasn't the business notification, but, um, I'm definitely going to want payment for the full beat, but if they are, I'm going to want credit as well. So payment and credit. That's all. Payment and credit. So if you are going to have another producer, let's just say you included Mike Will or Just Blades or whoever, and they do something to my already created beat and they switch it up and they added something or subtracted something and, and you know, whatever, right? Yeah, I'm going to want my name next to Just Blades, my name next to uh, Mike Will, my name next to whoever, right? On the credits. That's that. And I should be paid more because if it was, if they added one thing and the majority of my, of said song is my creation, I should be paid more, but obviously they're going to pay the bigger name more, I guess. But that's how I am with my beats. That was a tangent of some sort. Another necessary tangent I feel was needed, um, but on to the next thing that I am grateful for this year um, is just me being able to create the life that I envision for myself, that I want for myself. Uh, and it started once again with the writing. It started, it really started with me furthering my education uh, when you think about it. But it also started with me with the writing, uh, me connecting with writers, me just putting myself out there, continuously putting myself out there. Um, and no life, right? 
now, that is not the business notification, but life right now is is not what I envision myself. It is not what I want. It's definitely not the way I envision myself, my life to be at 28 years old when I was, let's say, 25 or even 18 years old. Uh, but I'm working at it. And I'm just grateful for that. I'm grateful for the fact that I am working at doing that. Um, so that's that's what I got to say about that. No long tangent about that situation. If we are going to talk about life and stuff, I'm grateful for life. Um, you know, a lot of people pass. A lot of good people pass. Uh, you know, that's every year. That's every day, unfortunately. Uh, or fortunately, however you view uh, death. I know death is not necessarily a sad thing in many cultures. Um, and I'm honestly trying to train myself to think that way, not to anticipate death. I am not anticipating death at all, but I'm trying to train my 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 uh, psyche or just my feelings toward death to be more so less negative. And less selfish, of course, of, oh, I'm never going to be able to see you speak to that person again, rather than this person is in a world that is higher and greater than this world here, right? So that's something I'm trying to train myself in doing. If you are somebody who uh, is, you know, who specializes in training people <laughs> that way, and when I say specialize, I don't mean you need a license for that shit. I mean, you just you just know how to think that way. Please reach out to me and let me know. Let me take a sip real quick. But let me know. Yes, please. And thank you. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just grateful for life. Um, and in regards to that, I'm going to say I'm grateful for having a job. Now, everybody know that I hate my fucking job. Uh, it got to the point where I was going to start a third podcast. Yes, a third one. I got one for my music, the My Two Cents podcast. Um, and then you got this one, of course, the Let's Talk About It podcast. And then the third one was going to be about me complaining about my job, what I hate about my job. And I'll just name in various situations that made me hate my fucking job. Now, I've written down these situations. I just haven't created podcast episodes for that podcast. Um, and I don't think I'm going to do so because, once again, <clears throat> I want to be more of a forward-thinking person. I feel as though... Now, granted, there have been plenty of times, or at least a couple times on this podcast, where I have detailed situations about uh, that happened at my job that... I just wanted to rant to y'all about that's going to continue to happen <laughs> throughout life in general, just situations where I'm going to feel as though I need to get it off my chest. That's just what it is. But to create an entire podcast episode or create an entire podcast centered around that. And I wanted other people to chime in as well. I'm a, I'm a hand that idea off to somebody else. Now, if somebody else were to do that, Sure, I'm going to hand that off to you. You, I, you ain't even got to pay me for that shit. I'm going to hand that shit off to you. You got that brother, sister, non-binary person. Um, but, yeah. Um, compared to the... I'm just grateful because a lot of people... 
Uh, and then also seeing how how fucked up I lost my last job, the job that I actually did love working and like working, enjoy uh, working. Um, you know, a lot of people would probably have a hard time, especially these days in a the, this day and age, have a hard time getting a job or finding a job. Um, so for the simple fact that I have when I know a lot of bunch of bitch ass customers always say, say that shit to me. Oh, you should be grateful. You have a dad. You should be grateful. You should be grateful. I didn't slap you in your face, nigga. But anyways, um, I am grateful that I have a job. That does not mean simply because I'm grateful that I have a job that I have to take the bullshit that the job has to offer. That doesn't mean I have to like the job. Um, in fact, hopefully, God willing, just putting it out there in the universe, right? Because February is supposed to be, Piff Magazine is still a growing magazine. It's still growing. But we're at the point now where we're able to financially support a lot of people within the business. I'm one of those people. The last meeting we had, February was was the date where a lot of us who have been working for free or just interning are going to see some monetary gain for our expertise, our contribution to the magazine, right? To the brand. So... With all of that being said, and I'm putting it out there in the universe, I don't care if you're somebody who doesn't believe in that whole universe thing, I am somebody who believes in it, I'm the one talking, you can totally ignore this right now, you can brush past it, or whatever, right? But I'm putting it out there in the universe, that once February comes, maybe the beginning, sometime in February, that month. All right, Black History Month. <laughs> I'm going to make black history. I'm going to quit this fucking job that I'm working now, my day job, and, you know, just rely on my contribution to Piff Magazine um, as my way of making money. Now, I have other ways of making money, people. Other legal ways, motherfuckers. Don't assume shit. I, I have other ways of making money. Um. You know, this podcast makes me, eh, my other body, my other podcast makes me money. The My Two Cents podcast makes me money-ish. Uh, I do, uh, you know, other things to make money, legal ways to make money, once again. Um, so, I'm not saying, it, it's just a job that I'm working, this retail job, obviously, is the job that pays the most at the moment, more than both this podcast and the My Two Cents podcast, uh, more than me just selling items, which is the business transaction I'm waiting on. This dude wants to buy a game off of me. By the way, if you're looking to buy Black Ops 3, if you're in the Massachusetts, Boston area specifically, and you're looking to buy Black Ops 3 for PlayStation 4 off of me, it's on the sale now. I'm selling it for $10 now. But, well, that that that's probably going to be a bad, this is going to be a bad offer. Even though it's on sale. 
I, I'm selling it. <laughs> Whether it goes up to the price that I put it back after the sale's over, because I'm, the sale's going to be over uh, New Year's Day, right? Uh, for all, not only Black Ops, but the other items I'm selling, right? Uh, but, you know, if you're listening to this on Monday, New Year's Eve, uh, and you, you want to act fast because... <laughs> Once the day after this day, them, them prices are going back up. So, with that being said, if you are interested in Black Ops 3, or if you're interested in all the other items that I have on sale, um, let me know. I, um, I'll probably try to leave that in the description box below. It's a lot of stuff that's going to be left, but heck, if I could leave it there, I could leave it there, right? Anyways... God willing, universe willing. I know people are gonna be like, "Well, uh, why, why not just keep this job?" And I was speaking to somebody um, who does the tarot cards and stuff. I got a reading this year for the first time too. It was actually cool, um, and she was saying, "At least stick with this job for at least another six months." Uh, I believe we did that reading. Uh, sometime in November, so six months from November, right? Um, she was saying, "Stick with the job." I hear you, girl, but me kind of me is like, you know what? I'm good with saving money ish to the point where even if I got paid once a month, depending on how much I get for my writing, I can make that work and say, "Fuck this job." Because I've been saying, fuck this job, but, you know, I didn't want to apply to any other job simply because I don't want to be the nigga work. I don't want to work regular jobs or, quote, regular jobs or these other jobs for life. I know people are going to say shit like, you got to do what you need to do to advance your life. Why you think I'm furthering my education, motherfucker? You think I like going to college? I didn't told y'all. <laughs> I didn't told y'all. And I've made too many, this is just me, I've made too many goddamn on sacrifices for me not to enjoy my life. I'm going to do the things that I want to do. Writing is what I want to do. I'm not going to continue working these fucking odd jobs or retail jobs or whatever, uh, you know, I'm not working odd jobs, but still, they odd because of the fucking people that I work with. Odd ass employees and twice as odd as customers. No, in fact, let me reverse that. Odd customers, twice as hard as employees, alright? But, I'm tired of working these fucking jobs. I'm ready to get my shit started, get my shit cracking, alright? It's part of why I do this podcast. Right? It's part of why I'm, I'm furthering my career in writing. But just to say all that, just to say I am grateful for having the job. So all you customers who say you should be grateful, I am. But say that shit to me again. I'm punching you in your motherfucking face. And then I'm going to say, well, you should be grateful. I didn't stab your ass. I. That's that. Last two things on this list. I'm grateful for my family. Uh, you know, love them. The things that I do, I do for them. Lots of times. And like I said 
I'm not anticipating death, but there have been times where I was like, man, if I wasn't here, if I, I, none of this would be going on if I was dead. And I hate to sound morbid. I don't want, like I said, at the beginning of this episode, I'm not trying to turn this into a negative episode, but I felt that way at times. None of this shit would be happening if I was dead. But then I think, well, I have loved ones. I have people who actually care about me. I have people who actually listen to this podcast. And this podcast probably is a highlight of their day or their week or so. So if I were to just drop dead, God forbid, let me put that out in the universe. God forbid. Right now, I know there's a lot of people who would be upset by that, understandably. So for me to selfishly just say, well, none of this bad shit that's happening in my life right now, when there's people who are going through worse, none of this shit would happen if I was just dead. Yes, I've thought that way in the past, but, you know, um, I don't want to continuously think that way. That's number one. Um, two, um, I'm grateful for the people who do value me while I'm here. Although it may feel as though at times, many times, these motherfuckers don't or they're taking advantage of me. And I feel that way often. Um, I do know for a fact that things would not be happy-go-lucky if I were to just drop dead, God forbid, right today, now or some sort, right? So I'm grateful for the fam. I'm grateful for loved ones. Whether you're distant or not, I am grateful for you. I hope and pray for you. Uh, you're always in my prayers. Um, whether you're listening to this or not, you're always going to be in my prayers. Uh, yeah, love y'all. Um, and last but not least, I know it's going to be cheesy and every podcaster is going to say this at the end of their podcast, but I'm grateful for you, the fans. Um, and I really mean it. Now I make jokes all the time about people not listening to this shit and all this other stuff because of the amount of views that I get compared to other podcasters or just you know, I feel as though I should be getting, but people actually do listen to this and my other podcasts and people have expressed that they've enjoyed, um, listening to it or they've, they've, uh, enjoyed stuff I've said or whatever, right? Whatever the case may be, maybe it was, a uh, just one episode that you enjoyed. Um, I'm grateful that you listen I'm grateful that there are people out there who actually listen to one like me just speak on whatever I speak on and <clears throat> they're interested in in hearing what I have to say. Somebody yesterday was telling me how now a lot of the comments do come from No, I'm not even going to say. It. <laughs> there are people out there who 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 love my voice, uh who love Seeing my voice and oh well, see my face and hear my voice on Instagram and yeah, I mean, I'm grateful for that. But there are people out there who were who genuinely just like hearing what I have to say, uh, and to me is it, just I'm, you know, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. If you are that person, I am grateful for you. I remember 
this year actually for my other podcast. I got my first uh monthly donation from somebody and that shit really made me uh that shit really made me happy. Um you know, and it wasn't even because it was the amount of donation because it was only a dollar, but still it was just for the fact that even if, I'm not saying because it was only a dollar, I'm not, you know, I'm grateful for your dollar. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it was a simple fact that somebody listened, somebody heard, and they liked what they heard. And they said, let me contribute monetarily. Now, you do not have to do that. I, I, I remind you all every week that that's an option because, well... I want to remind y'all every week that that's an option, but simply you just sharing the episode, simply you just listening to it, whether you share it or not, you just hitting play. Like I say, every, at the end of every episode, whether it be five minutes or 10 minutes or the whole damn episode, I'm just glad that you hit play. I really, I truly mean that. So to everybody out there listening whether this be your first time listening to the Let's Talk About It podcast, listen to me, or just the Let's Talk About It podcast, or your second time or whatever, right? I'm grateful for you. I appreciate the listen. 2020 will still, I'll still continue on this podcast, still continue on saying the shit that I say or believing in the, what I believe in, continue on doing what I want with this podcast. I am not going to stop. Not anytime soon. Um, and that's what I have to say. So this has been another episode, the final episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Once again, timestamps in the description box below, along with all the other links that I've mentioned in this episode. Um, go there, check out those links as well. And do what it do. Appreciate the listen as always. Stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQ lives matter. Trans lives matter. Black trans women matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. You, whoever you are, you matter. Thanks for listening to the Let's Talk About It podcast this year. On to next year, on to the next episode. Until next time, until next episode, you hear from me when you hear from me. Peace out and have a happy new year.